Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hello, my name is Doug Benson. Oh, hi, Doug. Hi. And uh, I can say this, I believe, with true accuracy. Happy holidays. Can you say your name like we're starting the episode? My name is Karen Anderson. Hi. And this is Doug and Karen. I just thought I'd happy holiday it up because Sometimes it is. called Dining with DMK. Pretty much, I never know which one it is. I tell people I think the wrong one all the well, time. Well, I always abbreviate it anyway. It's always D-W-D-A-K to me. S- certainly in text. That's what I'll write down, yes. In text, in my calendar. Oh. And today I wrote down in my calendar what a wonderful holiday treat this is going to be to sit down with Karen and our good friend E.J.E. Eric J. Edelstein. Oh, I didn't know the J was in there before. I just remembered because it's on his personalized plate <laughs> on his car. <laughs> you got a personalized plate? I do. It's only 45 bucks more. And I'm like, sure. I'll I do got it. one. Well, now they're doing these paper ones. Paper? The, the, the new license plates are like paper. I don't want any part of that. So, yeah. I got a personalized plate and I pay tribute Wait, to the their king. the plate on the car is made out of paper? Keep looking at them. They're like pl- so plastic why can't, or So why can't somebody come by and just totally ruin your That's what I'm wondering. Plate? Or, or unless, but there's a ton of people that have, and I know for years people have those special temporary plates because they were too fancy to go to the DMV or something like that. Like that was the thing is you'd roll up to a set as a guest star and all the series regulars would not have license plates. And it became one had one, so the other, I think, had to also have them. Never heard of it. Hmm. Yeah, it's a whole thing, friends. We have one. It's we have a van, and my husband made me get this. It's called S W T V A N. What do you think that says? Sweet van. That's right. Yeah. What do you think it says? Um, a lot of people. Think well, why it's would a, he think something different after a, we a yeah. determine the correct answer? Well, I'm just. And saying, my I'm, mind went to quasi-offensive things because it's early. Sweat the van. Hasn't sweat van. Most people think it is, and sweet some people money? think it's SWAT van. SWAT van? Oh, that'd be you're a good of, SWAT move. You're yeah. one of the few, surprise. few people that say sweet right off the bat. Swift van? Kind of like a swift boat? Oh, yeah. That one I haven't heard, but v- it's really embarrassing. Like, v- I drive it's around. It's V-N or V-A-N? V-A-N. Okay, so van is spelled out, so there's really no mystery there. Not it's v- something van. But people so say SWAT van and SWAT van over sweet. sweet. And sweat. Sweat van, yeah. Sweat and- van makes sense. It is just the worst. And then... It's another word instead of hot box. (laughs) Yeah. Let's go smoke in the sweat van. (laughs) I'm in. It's just like ridiculous. And then, so I have to drive around with that. It's just, you know. And then then on top of that, Sue Murphy stuck a sticker on, because my kid has chickens, stuck a a sticker on the back that says crazy chicken lady. I mean, I look like an absolute fool driving around. You can't, it's a sticker that's possible to remove? Well, I'm keeping it because everyone, you know, they want me to have it. It was such a great joke. Yeah. (laughs) You you, you ever do that to anyone, Doug? Put put a fake bumper sticker on someone's plate? 
Uh, no, but my friend Tall John Schrader, his running gag that he used to do, and I, so I did it to him once, is uh, putting uh, corny license plate frames on oh, somebody's car. <laughs> you know, because he has the silliest ones out there. That's a great thing, and it, I don't think it ever gets old. <laughs> I forget which one I put on his car, In though, fact, but it was something so stupid. In fact, give me a good idea. Oh, good. Yes, thank you for reminding me of that great trick. Okay. Yeah, it's super fun to put it. Yeah. Uh, you know, but now I can't even think of one. What's an example of those dumb? I, I put a sticker. I love plate crack. Plate. Something no. stupid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I put one, one that says that. My buddy Steve Berg is a huge Denver Broncos fan and also kind of anti-organized religion. So when Tim Tebow was on the Broncos, I found a Calvin and Hobbes of him praying with a giant cross that said Tebowing. <laughs> And I put it on the back of his Prius. And then I got him again years later. He's a Grateful Dead fan and not sober. Not, not that he has a problem. But there's this Grateful Dead 12-step group called the Wharf Rats that have meetings during Grateful Dead shows. And I got a giant Wharf Rat oh, sticker and I put man. it on the back of his car. So everyone thinks he's a sober Grateful Dead fan. Can you imagine loving the dead and not drinking or smoking or doing any drugs? Perfectly available to buy also. Oh, yeah. You can find them online. Get your um, friends, guys. It's really fun. They're yeah. mad at first. Don't super glue the sticker on and help them right. get it off. But for a while, especially if it takes them a couple days to find out, it's great. Oh, it's the greatest especially thing Especially they if they're out. getting weird looks at stoplights and stuff. Yeah. Oh, I thought of the one I put on John's car. <clears throat> it just said, been there, done that. Why would anyone? What is? What are you saying to the world yeah. when you get that license plate frame? Yeah. <laughs> and does he still have it? Oh, I don't know. I mean, he probably put it on somebody else's car. Because I know we did it to Greg Fitzsimmons way back when, and he had no idea for quite a while. And it might have been I Love Men. I can't remember. I but, um, <laughs> the best is if you can get the honk, honk if you love men, oh and my then God. you get people honking. Yeah, and then they're like, just like, why is anybody honking at me today? Why, why is my driving? It took him a so while bad. to find it, and then I think he kept it, whatever it was. Kept it on there? Yeah. That's so Greg Fitzsimmons. It's so like him. Uh, I also knew about the J uh, in your uh, name because it's in one of your social media handles, Eric yeah. J. Edelstein. I'll do all of them, Eric J. Edelstein. All of them are Eric all J. Oh, yeah. And it's Stein, not Steen? Technically Stein. I'll respond to either. And then well, I've Clearly, because you let me oh, say it wrong mind. all the time. No, it's not even wrong. It's only like <laughs> I've even had people tell me it's Steen. And I'm like, I don't know. Take it up with my grandfather. I'm not sure. So I'll roll with either. But you never pull like, a Gene Wilder and just scream, it's Edelstein! I, I'm ready for it. I'm, oh, oh wow. okay, here, here we go. It's happening already. You These are homemade here, by the way. Yeah, we should mention that oh. it's uh, it's morning. Mm. It's morning. It's 10.45 in the a.m. Mm. We're at and Tony. Eric is enjoying. Go we're ahead, at Tony, go ahead and say it. It's, we're at Tony's Darts Away in Burbank on Magnolia. And um, Eric is an absolute regular here where he walked in and the people here who are already just starting to, this isn't open yet just lost their shit when they saw you come in ah hi buddy like you're like they're well I think the first guy was going to say we're not open yet man because also my move is I come in right at noon before the rush I beat the system in the San Fernando Valley because they open at noon they open at noon I get my vegan wings and I get my impossible burger but what I love about this place is that they have it's not just vegan they have delicious food all the way around because I don't want to impose my lifestyle on anyone else and other people shouldn't have to pay for 40 years of me eating and drinking too much so everybody's happy here I came here a couple weeks ago and my friend got the pork bon mai and loved it is it bon mai or bon mi 
Bon me, I think. Bon me. Bon me. But also, these chips are so fresh. Incredible. I mean, this is the morning they're doing this. It's mm. They're hot, mm. salty, not too crunchy, perfectly round, perfect amount of salt. Isn't that great? It's actually like something I've never had for breakfast before. It's great. And they come with the burger for free. It's incredible. It's so that's what you're going to do right? now? You're going to start having chips for breakfast? I guess it's like having fried potatoes, but they're just so much thinner and more... I don't know. I just haven't yeah, had this in a, breakfast. It is from the potato family. Mm. Oh, there it is. What's, oh, here. Let's let's say hi to Andrew. Andrew's the chef here. sit down or just... Uh, he's he has, he's kind of... Bi- I know he's busy bringing something out, but he wants to bring you a beer. What, what, why don't you tell him what that is? <laughs> so I brought a... Uh, Hazy Session IPA. Uh, that's from one of our sister brew pubs called Bluebird over in Sherman Oaks. Um, it's only like 4.2%. 4, 2, 4. Uh, pretty nice morning beer. A morning beer. <laughs> so like if you're uh, on your way to a funeral, is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Good, Doug. So, yeah. <laughs> I would yeah, have one, but... Just low I... ABV and, you know, session bowl, so you can have, you know, 2 to 15. Let me ask you yeah. something. Do you have gluten-free beer? Uh, we don't have gluten-free beer, but we have gluten-free options. We have uh, hard kombucha and cider and wine. Gluten-free wine? Can I have a little tiny bit of cider later of just course. to taste it? Yeah. Just for fun. I have to go to work, so I should. Um, but uh, also, you were saying from your uh, neighboring, your partnering pub? Yeah. Uh, so we have four brew pubs within the company. Uh, there's Broxton, Six and La Brea, Stocking Horse, and then Bluebird, which one that one came from. Um, and yeah, they're all in Los Angeles. Wow. This is like just one of many things that you guys have and do. Yeah. A part of a big, huge conglomerate. Mm, I wouldn't say that. We've only got about nine restaurants within Los Angeles and one in Ohio. But, uh, huh. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. That's where you go, Doug, for a I nice. I go there. Yes. You oh, go yeah. there, you hang out, I've you never go to done this it. place. Oh, I've never you... done a, like a weekend in Ohio. I've had friends that are always like, let's go to Ohio. It's a must. It's a lovely, lovely, lovely time that you'll remember. O-J-A-I, is that how they spell it? O-J-A-I, yes. Cool. Ojai, right? It's on your way kind of to Santa Barbara, a little off the beaten path a little bit. Yeah, Yeah. up uh, past Ventura, instead of going up to Santa Barbara. Yeah. It's a little hippie town. Do you get to go? Uh, I haven't. I mean, I went to school in Santa Barbara, and so I used to go see, like, dead band cover shows up there. And uh, yeah, it's fun. We know about the. Oh yeah. Well, this is a dead bar. If you haven't noticed, uh, there's big steal your faces. There's a big poster <laughs> over there with like a hundred dead songs and. Um, yeah. So another Tony's reason Eric loves head. it. No, it's yeah. it's like it was made inside my brain. Have you been to Grateful Shred by the way? Have yeah. you seen? They're the best, right? My buddy's Dan Horn, the bass player. Oh. Yeah, okay. incredible That's guys. Awesome. Go see Grateful Shred. Two sets. Nice. Pure joy. <laughs> yeah. Now, can, I, can we get these guys to try the vegan wings? Uh, that's what's coming out. Oh, yeah, of course. No, All look right. at that. Thanks, man. I mean, they're, want to talk it's about- amazing how, how good a job he does where even my meat eater friends, I'll bring them, they can't believe that they're not real. And you guys will be blown away by these things. And I always get extra sauce with it. That's kind of a through line for the last 42 years of living. It's extra sauce when extra I can. Extra sauce. And it's yeah. like buffalo wing sauce? Yeah. Uh, cheers, everybody. H- happy yeah, holidays. Cheers. Happy holidays. What are you drinking, Eric? This is an iced tea. Oh, okay. Still got a little bit of drugs in it. Perfect. Yeah. Cider. I haven't... You know, Doug remembers back in the old days when we very first met in San Francisco. 
there was a lot of cider going on. Remember we go to those, the Mad Dog, I think it was called? In the hate. Yes, yeah. in the hate. And everybody was drinking cider all the time. This is really good cider. And it's is not it really? it's not so strong. Yeah. I love a good cider. Or it's kind of fun to have for right No, now. I mean I got in that scene there, I got sick of it. Like I got over it. Like I didn't uh-huh. I didn't get cider everywhere else I went. I just got it there to the point of getting grossed out by it and now I don't drink it anymore. You know what? I'm kind of the same way. This is the first time I've had cider in a really long time. It actually has a wine taste to it to me. Like almost a Chardonnay sort of taste. Ah, watch, it, watch it be Chardonnay. And this is... <laughs> he didn't tell me what it was. <laughs> and this is gluten-free? Yeah. Are you gluten-free? Uh, Try. My doctor wants me to be just because of my thyroid thing. Ah, uh, okay. But, so I am, for the most part, a couple of years now. But every once in a while, especially if I do these shows... I'm not going to say no to something because they just made it for me, and I asked them to. So, yeah, I wouldn't have automatically guessed that that's cider, right? It is very wine-like, and I love wine. <laughs> what? 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 I don't know what's the joke there. Why'd you laugh? I don't know. <laughs> this morning, it goes hand in hand with liking wine. I think I dig it, friend. Yeah, yeah. It's happy holidays. That's yeah. why. Are, are you are y'all staying in town? Uh-oh. For the holidays? No. Wow. Where are you well, going? Get the hell out. Really? Although L.A. during you know, around Christmas is beautiful because yeah. nobody's here. No one's here. Nobody's here. Nobody's out. Driving around is great. But anyway, I, I'm leaving, though, because I always go to San Diego for Christmas because my mom's down there. Wow. Yeah. And I'm doing a couple of shows. Doing a show. Doing a Douglas movie Saturday in San Diego at American Comedy Company at 420. And then Monday night... At eight, we're doing a stand-up show at the same spot. American is American Comedy, Comedy is, is that the Comedy old improv? Comedy Is that the old improv? No, a different no, spot. that was in PB. The uh, American Comedy Company's downtown, okay. Gas Lamp District. And, and will your mom come to the shows? Mm-hmm. No, no, she hasn't come to shows in a in a long time because she's you know she's just too old to be out at night. You know, and her bedtime's like six p.m. Oh yeah. Is she cool nice with all the weed dinner. stuff? And she doesn't need to come to my 420 shows. No, I was I want to I wanted to envision her there in the front row, like. Where are you going? I'm staying in town, which is normally we're out of town and go to the northwest. So I'm, it's like the spa. It makes you realize what life's like without traffic here, where it's almost frustrating because you move so quick. How about you? Where are you going? We're going up to San Francisco starting Saturday, uh, for until Friday. We're gonna go see. Uh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child is a surprise for the kids on Monday. Oh. All on the same day. Oh, because it's, is Monday a holiday? Oh, I guess it sort of is because it's two days before Christmas. Yeah, they'll have it off, yeah. And yeah, then I have so it they're going to do the whole two parts of the show yeah. in the same day. Yeah. Because I saw, you know, in New York, I saw it, like I had to go two nights in, or no, I went to a matinee in an evening. Okay. But it was a Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas you have to go and I think on, it a, on a Monday, bang it out. They don't know. But Spencer's going to lose his shit, the 19-year-old. That's his... Harry Potter to him is what he claims the only thing, Mom. Does he... Really? Yeah. Does That's he know that... So he knows that Cursed Child exists? Yes. Did he read the book version, which is basically yes. the script? Yeah. And and when we were in, when we went to London like two years ago, he uh, we wanted to go, but it was just like too hard. We just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. So that was the one thing he wanted to do. So he has no idea. Oh, my God. I mean, maybe tell him the day before, though, or something. Why? Uh, just to, you know, mentally, he might want to prepare in some ways. He might want to skim through the book again oh, or something. Really? I don't know. 
I don't know how deep into Harry Potter he is, but he's deep to spring it on he's him. Hey, you're about to see six hours of Harry Potter because it's two two and a half hour plays. Right. It's long. No, I know. And then there's a big break in between. But it'll, yeah, it'll be the only thing is going to be raining there, I guess. But uh, I have his friend Dan Schechter uh-huh. who uh, saw both parts. And the night after the first part was done, he could not shut up about how much he loved it. And then he thought the second part sucked. <laughs> and I'm just like, you're out of your mind. Because it's more, it's, 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 it's just five hours of Harry Potter stuff. <laughs> like, it's not like it gets worse in the second half. But for some reason, he thought it did. Wait. I cannot <laughs> So wait. look forward to that. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, but I, it's, a, it's cool. The, 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 the amount of magic that's in it is pretty uh, oh. phenomenal. But that's the other interesting thing to me is having read the we book. We have good seats, too. And, oh, that's cool. Yeah. But, but your kid, having read the book, I, I just feel like part of the fun of that show is all, all the surprises. And so to know what, everything that's going to happen before you even see it well, maybe I is an interesting tell approach. Maybe I shouldn't tell him. And he has to remember. And then it's more will have to remember, surprise. yes. Uh but anyway, so we're doing that. But just emotionally, he might need time to prepare. All right, I'm going to take your advice on it then. I'll tell him the day before. I mean, he won't sleep the night before, probably. He'll probably be up all night because he's so excited. Just like Christmas. This is tough. Run, it, run, it, run this by Blake, see what we'll he see thinks. We'll see what he thinks. Because <laughs> it is a great advice. surprise. But you know what I mean? Have you ever been surprised and then you have to do something for six hours? Well, Surprises yeah, normally don't last that long. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? Like, has anybody ever gone, surprise, we're going on a trip, I packed your bag, and then you're like, oh, I really would have yeah, liked to yeah. know ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, except for he kind of has to still do whatever we say. But uh, <laughs> um, I'm going to tell them to pack something that looks decent, you know, bring a nice jacket or I something. Mean, does he know that they're doing that show in San Francisco? I don't even know. He might not know that. He might just think it's just a Broadway London thing. Yeah. I'm not sure. Your kid might be dumb. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I think he might be. But, well, I mean. <laughs> Isn't no, not, he's not, so nice. not at all. If he's reading Harry Potter books, he's not dumb. Oh, yeah. He's actually reading a book. Yeah. That's the, rare in this day and age. He, that yeah, means he li- can read words with seven or eight the, syllables in there. The little one's stupid. Yeah. Really? No. We just, that just hung there for a second. We're not sure how to respond. Oh, wait. What? I assumed it was the little one that's into Harry Potter. It's no, the older one? Spencer. Okay, yeah. Just go ahead and surprise Spencer him at the last minute. Spencer grew up minute. with it. Yeah. He's, an, yeah. he's an adult. He, he better be it. ready. There's going to be more surprises it. in life. If he can't handle this surprise, we're going to have some Harry problems. Potter started when Spencer was like, I don't know, one. You know? <clears throat> or before, but maybe right before he was born, I think. Yeah. 2000-ish, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um... So and to been, him, it's been it his is life. the only thing. How often has he gone to uh, Universal Studios? Uh, a little bit. And he worked there for a little bit, too. Oh, neat. So then after they're done working, they can go over to Harry Potter World. Oh, yeah, can they really? They can. Yeah. yeah, I worked at Universal. You could go anywhere you want. Yeah. Um, what about uh, Universal Florida? Because they've got twice the Harry Potter there. The times we used to do that, because we used to do Ellen there every year for like, Four years we would do it. The Ellen DeGeneres program, for those of you listening to our show for the first time, Karen used to work on it. Thank you. (laughs) But I think people know her as Ellen. Oh, yeah. You can just say it. No. No, you can, but in this conversation, I went to Florida because of Ellen. Sounds like you know a lady named Ellen. Yeah. She's in Pompano (laughs) Beach, real down to earth, worked in insurance for years, Uh, loves Harry Potter. We go and visit her. Ellen. I don't know her last name. We've never gotten to that point. We don't need to. We're nameless. We just love every year we go to Ellen back. She's fantastic. They got a little Airbnb there, a little condo. Airbnb. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway. We got food in front of us. And this is amazing. From Tony's Darts Away, the only place in the world probably named after throwing darts that only has one dartboard. <laughs> but they used to have a lot, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, it used to be all darts all the time, right? Uh, yeah, all the like time. Like this whole wall was all darts. It was pretty much all darts uh, behind you and then yeah. a pool table, which made it very difficult. <laughs> uh, I like throwing stabbed. darts from the other side of the pool table. Well, you have to know I think where that's to, a where fun challenge. Is. Yeah. yeah. How, how's darts with insurance? Because I would think alcohol and darts, some nights in the valley, that's got to take a weird turn. Insurance-wise? Yeah. Uh, is there an accident? Has or been an incident ever? Yeah. No. But, I mean, I my mean, office is like right there. And so I have to peek out usually when people oh, are throwing yeah. darts. But so also, it's pretty popular take a to have. Plan on me more so than the guests. <laughs> have you ever been hit? No, I've been hit with the cue ball though on the pool table when Ooh. you leave that open. That's aye, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, darts are really popular in pubs and bars all over the world, so it must not be a big insurance problem. No, I don't think a lot of people play them. I mean, they are metal darts, but. Well, a lot of them yeah. have those newer ones that yeah. are plastic on the end. That also the the dartboard itself is electronic. Oh yes, I've seen yeah, and her. I'm playing. Score played. lights up and shit. Very fun. Old school. I like that because it keeps the points for you. Well, let's find out about what we're about to eat. Uh, what I brought over is our Becky's badass uh, buffalo potatoes, named after one of our regulars. Uh, we put the blue cheese. You have a regular in. named Buffalo. Yeah, we do have a. Ne- <laughs> She's uh, she's really special, um, <laughs> but uh, they're buffalo wedges tossed in. Uh, I'm sorry, potato wedges tossed in buffalo sauce. Whoa! Uh, so uh, give you that buffalo wing kind of feel, mm-hmm. and then we put the non-vegan blue cheese and bacon on the side oh. uh, to separate for our vegan friends. Why don't I grab some potatoes off like this and then let you guys mix them up? proper style you so now what? you can go crazy with the blue cheese and the bacon you and show us what you do because yeah. you, you come in here and get this so how do you do it well this well, he doesn't eat this the is bacon. for you so no, i would no, I know say he doesn't go eat the nuts bacon. and dump that on dump the blue cheese on don't get cheated and then i've got my incredible buffalo stuff those? here these are the wings those are, these are our life changer yeah those are our vegan wings w-h-i-n-g-s they are yeah, sunflower cutlets a little uh, vegan ranch on the side and some celery and carrots for your enjoyment. We have uh, barbecue ones and we also have uh, buffalo ones. Karen, it's ridiculous, right? Now, I never, I've always wanted to ask you a bunch of questions, but didn't want to be that guy at the bar when it's busy. God damn it, now I've got you here. How in the world <laughs> do you do this with sunflowers? Because th- this is the thing that my friends come in like, holy so shit, good. really? Yeah. No, it's ridiculous, right, mm. friend? Mm. How do you do it, right? <laughs> Commercial. No, <laughs> I'm a just, walking. He just, he's lapsing into his David product. Lynch impression. When right, he says, these are incredible, and we're not hurting any sunflower seeds with this. They have given their lives for you, Karen. It's quite majestic. They don't feel pain. They're in the sun all goddamn day, and then they just bloom, and then they chop up little fuckers and maybe marinate or ferment them and then here they are for us to enjoy it's fantastic my friend (laughs) (laughs) so how do you do it i mean they're they're seitan cutlets with uh chickpeas and sunflowers and then you throw them in a fryer uh everything that goes into our fryer is vegan we only have one fryer Mm. uh so everything that goes in there has to be vegan so that we don't cross contaminate and then toss it in the sauce of your choice Mm. uh how do you make the um the vegan um uh buffalo 
cheese sauce and all that. The uh, vegan ranch? Or the ranch, I mean. The ranch. Um, it starts as like a uh, veganaise product. And then we have our secret blends of spices. Um, I would say that there's probably dill in there and lemon and garlic powder and some other things. I feel like it's way better than regular ranch. I think it's more of like a dip rather than ranch dressing. People will try and put that on their salad and I'm a, I'm a little scared, <laughs> but it's a, it's a good dip. People dig it. If we had pizza, I would probably put pizza, mm. dip it in oh, pizza. Yeah. yeah. We don't have an oven. We don't have a microwave. <laughs> There's only, That's awesome. Yeah. So it's, it's tough, but. How many uh, vegan bars mm. are there? I mean. Pubs. In the world? Well, I mean, around <laughs> here, none. Oh, I mean, I think more and more places are doing vegan options, but not to the extent that we've done it. Uh, the menu is about 80 to 90% vegan with some non-vegan options, um, but not a lot. Yeah. yeah. This is this is my deal right here. The uh, blue cheese crumble. Oh yeah. Well, don't get cheated on that there either, friend. Yeah. Uh, but that's just, this is good for me because um, as much as I enjoy that bacon, I, I had a little a little taste of it. I'm I'm trying to lay off the uh, the red meat. Well, you are. Yeah. I brought you beef jerky. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> my girlfriend like, loves beef jerky. Okay, good. <laughs> I know you wouldn't, but that's why I didn't bring it out yet. But. Since he said it, I said it. But these wings, I the, can't believe it. I don't get it. I really don't. It's just They're really amazing. tasty. I mean, to me, they, it's not like I'm fooled, like I'm eating an actual chicken wing. But it still tastes great. And this is, to me, the biggest selling point. Just to be able to sit in a bar and eat chicken wings. I know some places make them boneless, but these are just oh, yeah. absolutely boneless. You can just eat the damn thing. I hate I hate the whole mm. chewing no. off the bone thing. The worst. You have to be private. It's the only thing I don't like about it being a meat uh, a meat eater mm -hmm. is eating it off the bone. Oh, that and innocent animals. Yeah. <laughs> innocent animals. Um, so you're cutting dying. down on meat. Let's get to that. Yeah, I think I might have tried to talk about it the last time we did this, or the time before that. Um, you know, based on because you know, obviously, whatever restaurant we go to. Chances are pretty good they're going to bring us some meat meat options. So that's that's sort of like this is my cheat day for meat mm -hmm. is when I do dining with Doug and Karen. But yeah, just my blood pressure is crazy high, so uh -huh. that will do it. So salt and meat are the two, th and and you know I don't drink as much anymore. Salt, man, right? It's biggie. Yeah, and it's <coughs> I, I've never been a person who adds salt to stuff. <coughs> But it's in everything. Oh, it is in everything. I had to go on that no. Uh, I had to go, Eric. One time, I had to go on a uh, no iodine diet. Oh. Or basically as minimal as possible, just to get all iodine out of my body. And um, it was for like maybe I had to do it for three weeks or so, maybe a month. And it was like almost impossible to find something that didn't have iodine in it. Oh, that was insane. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, plus because I add it to everything. Or plus you want it, yeah. But yeah. kosher salt doesn't have iodine in it. What? No. So, when, so is it okay for I you, found like, that out day 28, by the way. <laughs> I was like, I can't have salt. Then I realized, oh, shit. And then I only had like two days left to, I had to do that. And then you're okay now? Oh, yeah. Now I can just do it. It was just for something I had to do. But, uh, and then you're mostly gluten free. Yes. I, I think for me, probably. That would be hard being vegan. 
Well, okay. there's there's a lot that do it now, and, and don't worry, they'll tell you that they're doing it. <laughs> but like, I think for me, it was just the the, the thing that works for about eating this way is I, I had to give up stuff, and it was a code because otherwise I would just cheat all the time. Like the last thing I ever want to do is when Doug Benson asked me to do a food podcast is to say, oh, I'm vegan. I want to people please and I want to like have everybody, you know, I'm cool and all this other stuff. So I think it's been like a good exercise in me for like, oh no, I can't. And then like I did drunk history and everybody in any bar wants to buy me drinks. And I I had to take time off from that because I got sick. And that's been another great thing because you have these people that want to buy you drinks or I, I did the idiotic thing of pounding beers on there. Oh, and that's not great because, like, whatever bar you go into, like, then they're like someone like you can't write the stuff that happens. Like a Hell's Angel will come up with two beers. Like I know you know what to do with it, brother. <laughs> and then to be like, oh, I'm so sorry, man. Oh, that's all right. All right, get get us some chicken wings, uh, brother. I'm real sorry. I don't eat that either. What the hell? And it's but like being go okay. beat the shit out of him in the alley. Yeah, no, <laughs> here we'll give you an alley. It's vegan. Go, yeah, go it's, kick his ass. It makes me think about the hell my life would be if I stopped smoking weed. Oh my god! Just constantly having to tell people no. That no is, thanks. Yeah, that would be <laughs> really. Would bad. you ever do like a sequel? Because I loved Super High Me. Me too. So I love that. goddamn much. I mean, I saw it. That's why it's a dream to be able to do this stuff with you. Because I saw it years ago as a fan. Would you ever think of doing a sequel to that or trying it again? Well, we did, uh, you know, a couple more uh, documentary movies that were also sort of parody copies of uh, Morgan Spurlock movies. And um, I just the, the the experiment at the heart of Super High Me, I don't I don't feel like I want to repeat. And there's, it's kind of hard to to double it because then that doubles the budget of the movie. Like if I did 60 days instead of 30 or something. Oh, yeah. You know. And I don't want to, the 30 days of quitting weed, I think I made my point. I don't really think I need to do that again. Um, I think I showed that it's, you know, not that hard, but also I prefer to smoke than not smoke. Um, but yeah, the 30 days of smoking, I mean, I guess I could maybe take it up a notch and do dabs all day or something. But, oh, yeah. Well, but also that get- wouldn't be a good ad for, for me or for dabs because <laughs> no. I'd, just be, I'd just be pretty sleepy all the time. I'd love to do some way to just get weed to like the 65 year old person struggling with Crohn's disease and stuff like that because I really believe it's a miracle. And, you know, even if they aren't suffering from any specific disease, most old people, and I, I consider myself one of them, just have dumb, weird aches and pains all, yep. all over the place all the time. That if you're just, you know, able to self medicate. Just makes the whole experience more more uh, pleasurable and bearable. I have a question about it. What's the difference of a dab? What do you mean? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I you know it's all like the right place. You should I'm check familiar. out an episode of Getting Dug with High because on uh, every episode now we do dabs at mm. the end, and the guy that administers the dabs, our friend Taylor Rizzo, uh, he talks them through, uh, you know, exactly what it is. But it's basically just. Stronger weed, is and it it's like, heated at a higher, uh, you know, you heat it up at a higher temperature, so it burns differently. What's the, you know, the sticky? St- ha- is it like hash? Kind of, it's kind of concentrate. Is what they call it when you dab, and it's uh, it's little gooey stuff that's. Uh, and you smoke it though. Kind of like hash, yeah, but yeah, but you just you you know you've seen them use the torch on it, 
when they I do could, dabs? I, not really. I, I don't really know about it. Check it out. Okay, and then do the research. Is it clean? I I did it for the first time. It feels different than regular pot. And it was a bunch of fun. And it felt clean and, yeah. And when you say clean, it means just like you feel alert. Not coughing and like not. Uh I don't like the coughing, yeah. No. Oh, I've seen people cough and myself cough really hard after a dab. It could be really. It could, yeah, it could really, really make you lose it. But. Do you do a dabble do? But you'll be really high. The idea is also it's just a quicker. It's a speedier high than, than smoking weed. Like that first bong rip of a dab uh, pretty much set you up. That's it. Yeah. And how long will it you last? You know that old expression, a little dab will do you? Yeah. It's perfect for... <laughs> it is, so... I don't know why. I don't know if that's why they named dab, dabs dabs because of that expression, uh, but... But a little dab will do you is sour cream, and you kind of need more than just a dab. Was it sour cream? I thought it was brill cream. I thought it was stuff in you put in your hair was the the, Am I wrong the, about the, the catchphrase was little dab will do you. I'm open. You remember dippity do? Yeah. Karen? I do. I'm just Do you remember thinking, sen sen? Let's no. talk about really old shit. That I don't yeah. know. Sen sen is to cover up your breath. It's just terrible mints that are super strong. Name dropped by Billy Joel. And a mint called sen sen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on. Joel's not going to steer. And they mention it in the Music Man when he's talking about all the trouble kids are going to get into because there's a pool table in town. They're covering up a telltale breath with Sensen. That's what he's talking about. Like an Altoid for these days. Yes. Um, You know what, Eric? Your wife, uh, Jess Rona. Yes. Has uh, is my you know she's done my dog two times groomed her groomed him. The first time that she groomed Chester, he came into the house with like anyone who saw him. It was like I brought a goddamn unicorn in the house. They went fucking crazy. <laughs> they were like, look at this dog. What happened? What a transformation. It, she's it was, amazing. She's an artist. And then the other thing is how the dogs leave. Their tails are wagging. And when these dogs get dropped off for Jess for the second or third time or permanently, they get out of the car and the tails start wagging. They're like rushing to see the magic lady because it's, she's kind of an animal <laughs> communicator. She really wanted to come today. And she's so down to do the show next time, but right now is her busy time. Well, sure, because you, you get, can imagine all the every dog has, has to look nice for the, for the holidays, holidays, which I don't think I really got. I'm like a dog's a dog. Well, I don't care about my dogs. But people yeah, are coming over. You want them to smell nice. You want your, you know, yeah, I can see it. Very busy. People oh, yeah. have allergies. Yeah, you want to have a little group and nice. Yeah. She loves your dog too. Sometimes dogs don't get invited back, and it's always awkward. oh really? Yeah, if they're I really, never heard and of it's that. always a reflection of the owner. But yeah, sometimes a dog will not be invited back if they're just crazy or yippy or. You know they pay you. You know that, right? They're paying her to. T- oh, for sure. <laughs> so it's funny to say you're not invited to pay me yeah, no, to take care of your dog. But that, yeah. Uh, does she do any other animals besides dogs? Her assistant does cats now. Whoa! Oh, yeah, oh we have big. a cat she could do that is really hard because she's older and. Oh. Do they like to do older ones or that's not fun? Jess won't touch a cat. But her assistant is happy too, and yeah, it's on. Okay, because she's got a lot of. She's older, and it's hard to get her going. Uh, we have a baby cat too that's a year old. No, she doesn't do need really? anything yet, but she's. Oh God damn it! Is she cute? What's its name? Mrs. Paws. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah, sorry, I'm silent about it, but she's, she's kind of our, our favorite thing right now at the oh, house. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah, bring Mrs. Paws by. She'll be an honored guest. She sits up like a prairie dog. She sits on her hind legs. 
Weird. And puts her little head up and looks around like a prairie dog with her little other paws up in the air and doesn't fall back. Oh, I think it's because she has part of She's a Manx cat, so she has doesn't have a full tail. So maybe that helps her balance. <laughs> Just figured it out. There you go. See? <laughs> Breaking new ground here today. <laughs> um, holy crap, we ate all those wings. Oh, yeah. And I know. Way, it was really good. so good, right? I know. I'm going to bring these ones here if, to work, maybe, if I have to. The celery. Oh, I yeah. To go to waste. I hate and that. And they dump the blue cheese and uh, this. Oh, yeah. And I think they're bringing, you know what they're bringing over is your thing. The impossible? Yeah, that's what he said. He's going to bring. This, this thing is ridiculous. I, can't, I dream about it. Like, I can't believe it's real. Yeah. The way they do it differently. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just this. They do like the two thin impossible patties. And they do like a hickory burger. And maybe it's because my palate's kind of changed over time, but to me, it just tastes like a burger. It's what, really weird. What do you do? You put a bunch of stuff on it? Because oh, that's what I feel everything. like. Everything. Yeah, I'm an But that's what man. I feel like. That's what happens, though, with a lot of vegan burgers, is people just dump all those things on it that they like on a burger. And I don't like any of that stuff. Oh. oh so oh, I can't you? disguise the fact that it's vegan. We should do by a minimalist. Putting a bunch of mustard on you it. You should see if you like it with that. How, what do you yeah, like on it? Yeah, this is a true test. I don't like it. I like plain burgers. Cheese. A plain burger. Put some with cheese some on cheese. It. Yeah. Ketchup, pickle, Maybe or a pineapple. Okay, I think we should do that, and then it's a true test. Because yeah, I'm getting everything dumped on barbecue. There. Yeah, yeah, we should do we should do a, a pure. I burger do like food. barbecue on stuff. Yeah, I like the, I love the barbecue. I just don't like the basic condiments: mustard, mayonnaise, ketchup. In general, not into those. You like barbecue sauce? Barbecue. Would you put that soy on a sauce? Teriyaki. Teriyaki like, burgers are great. My friend Ann does not like condiments as well, but she will have on her burger. Uh, barbecue sauce most of the time. Mm-hmm. Well, you have that? It's a good move, yeah. Okay. Have, have you two ever tackled the ketchup on a hot dog debate? Because my, <laughs> my, my take oh, yeah. on that is it proves that there's an inner fascist that lives in everyone. Because I've had left-wing people and conservative people both scream at me for putting ketchup on a hot dog. I'm like, you're liberal and you're allegedly libertarian, and you're yeah. Why do you care what I do? Like, no, it's not supposed to go on there. That's very. Like, I think it gets to a weird. There are people thing. that are mad about that. I thought people oh, absolutely serious. Even when Obama was on Bourdain, he's like, "Would you ever put ketchup on a hot dog?" He's like, "Yeah, if I was four. And like, <laughs> oh, it, got to, it got to the root shit, of the issue Obama. because also, yeah, you'll have other people and they get so mad. Four. I'm like, ketchup's delicious. People, but only, who cares? And where t- where you are from the, you know, where you're from now. If you're from Chicago, you don't put ketchup That's on a it. hot dog. You put mustard on it. And if you don't do that, then you're like a fucking idiot, right? That's Isn't what that made a- me realize this is a, because the I've improv scene out here was before. so Chicago. And they would, these Chicago improvisers, left wing, right wing, would unite to be furious <laughs> over a, putting ketchup on there. And I'm I like, love right wing improvisers. There's so many. <laughs> oh, oh, ton of them, ton of them. We're gonna uh, the Third Amendment. That gets overlooked. Can we get a location? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Can we have a Republican president before Lincoln that wasn't Buchanan? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> I can't believe this uh, ketchup on a hot dog thing. I thought no. that's the number one thing you put ketchup on. That's what I think. But hot dogs and hamburgers and French well, fries. Well, That's Karen it. Karen said you don't put ket- if you're from Chicago. I'm like, but but mustard is sour, and I love mustard. I do both, and I want a little bit of the sweet on there to balance it. Yeah. But you'll these Chicago people will flip out, and they're usually the most permissive, cool people. Well, not the Republican. 
Blagojevich. <laughs> I've never heard the debate. Use your words. No. I've, ne- I've, never de- I've never heard the debate of ketchup with Republican Democrat. They all never unite used. to say no. I they did. all unite to say no. That's and, where got, and I grew up in Spokane. That should be a... Um, you know, a campaign platform. And just no ketchup, period. Yeah. That, it's the first piece of common ground they can agree. I would stop putting ketchup on a hot dog if I could bring people together to just yell at me about it. Yes. I'd be like, okay, fine. You win. First step. No ketchup. What else do you guys all agree on? Let's find more things and then move from there. It's a wonderful life. Well, I bet you all love it. ketchup all about? Sauerkraut and relish and, I love you know, a sauerkraut. onions, I love all that bullshit, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I love so it all. That part about ketchup? It's just the ketchup. But I mean, people are putting so many things on it. What, who cares? Well, that's what we're trying to tell you. We don't know <laughs> <laughs> why they're so upset about. But it. I'm glad you know about this because there's totally a real rigidity. Know. Oh my! Oh, my yes. mother-in-law's from Chicago, and it's like I won't even bring it up anymore. No, they won't offer it. And if you go to one of those restaurants, they don't have it, and they'll give you a look. I won't discuss the issue. Isn't that funny? That's like, like because kids are gonna put whatever they want. They always want ketchup. Kids do, and so there's always this. I see. I can just see her. Winding up, gonna start it, and I just get off it as fast as I can because it makes no sense. Oh, it I makes lo- no sense. I love it. I love doubling down. Like, I can't it, go into it anymore. Oh no, I love. She it. knows. We know. We, as soon as the ketchup thing is up, I'm, I, I'm just off of it because it's like I, I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> no, it's funny. It's, it's food. People eat all different kinds. It turns out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm open and embracing of it all. Everybody who likes ketchup and or does not put it on our uh, Instagram. Yeah, let's have the debate, and I guarantee you, you'll get four or five inner fascists screaming at me. Inner fascists. <laughs> yeah, inter- I saw them live at the Troubadour, the original bass player, '94. Underrated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you'll be surprised. Uh, Eric, what do you have going on lately? We are always seeing you on something and doing something, but what now? Well, we're just do- now doing a um, We Bear Bears movie. That just got announced, so that'll probably be out in in the uh, in the summer. And then I've got this fun movie I talked about on Doug's show the other night. It just came out called Three Days of Dad, and it's a movie with Brian Dennehy plays the patriarch of our family, and he's dying. So if, he's yeah, your dad. He's my dad, which I couldn't believe because like Tommy Boy was the biggest movie for me ever, and he was Tom Callahan Senior, and I couldn't believe those days. And then he was dying in the movie and just lying in a hospital bed, so he could not avoid me. Just hanging over him and asking question after question, and it really was like the Chris Farley show. Yeah. But the best was I brought up that Patton Oswalt stand-up bit. Have you ever heard this one about Brian Dennehy? Yeah, Patton Oswalt does this bit where he was, and it's about ties in. It's about food. Look at that. And then where he said he was starting a diet, and then he was like at a Hollywood party and at the table getting food, and then he's like, I can't eat that. I can't eat that. And Brian Dennehy came and filled up a plate full of stuff, and he's like, Isn't it great to be a character actor? And walked off, and Patton Oswalt just filled up his his tray. So I, I went to Brian Denny, and I'm like, hey, have you heard that Patton Oswalt? And he come in, yeah, I've heard it, I've heard it. He thinks he's funny, yeah, he's funny. He like, you could see him correcting his mind, he's like, I tried to go up to him at a party, and he ran away. Was he nervous about the bet? I'm sure. Denny, he's still terrifying. He's absolutely, <laughs> I mean, I was scared of him. And, and Patton like, loves to run. He's a runner, you can't blame him. <laughs> Any good old comedian runs. That's what you do. But yeah, I really wanted to. Now I want to, because Patton Oswalt plays Nom Nom on our Sweet Wee Bear Bears show. And now I really want to ask him about it. Because apparently Dennehy said he went up to Patton to tell him it was okay. This is Dennehy's version of it, who is, he's grizzled. And I'm sure his version of, hey, it's okay, was probably the most terrifying thing ever. Somewhere there's a security camera, Brian Dennehy running up to Patton Oswalt and Patton Oswalt running away. How old is 
Brian Dunahy these days. Was he 80 something? Oh, I don't know. He's like 83, 84. And he just did a play last year and it was one of the craziest things I've ever seen because he was he was struggling a little bit, admittedly, on our me admitting it, on our set. He's he's older and he's a big guy and like he said he was gonna do one more play. How tall is he? He's like my height. He's like six three. He's a massive man. He's Did great in this movie. It's him and then Leslie Ann Warren, who I didn't really know. Leslie Ann Warren, oh, from Victor Victoria. That's it. Oh, and boy, boy, she puts on a performance in this movie where I actually went to the. She did Q and A, and I showed up ten, ten minutes early just to ask her how you did that, because she was so good. I'm like, let's, because you know I'm used to, and I come from comedy of like, okay, you do this scene and this scene, and, but I watched her map out a whole performance where I'm like, oh, that's on another level. I don't know from coming from the world of improv makes the upsies. So she's like, you really came to ask me? I'm like, yeah, how'd you do that? She's like, oh, and then she started telling me all these Lee Strasberg stories and she was just wonderful. But yeah, she's a total legend. Lee Strasberg from in the, in the old New York days? Yeah, she said that she was doing a play in New York and it opened in Philadelphia and it was, she was getting horrible reviews. So she went to Lee Strasberg and he took the train to Philadelphia to see her. And then he's like, yeah, it's not there yet. He's like, he's like, write a 30 oh page. Bio. I know. And she's just telling me this stuff. That's why I love this life of a character actor. Cause oh. I, I'm not shy about just asking, especially yeah. cause I didn't go to theater school. I went to school to be a sportscaster. So I feel like I'm trying to fill in stuff. You went to uh, university mm. to be a sportscaster? I went to Gonzaga to be a play by play announcer. And then I kind of fell into this in a way. And I always wanted to do it. Everything was possible, but I love picking people's brains. I picked Denny's brain. Like, How'd you get into improv then? Did you just say, maybe this will help with my broadcasting? No, I, I actually acted as a kid and professionally in Portland, Oregon. And then it started to turn into a job, which you rebel against if you're a kid. So then I went to school and I had like pictures of sportscasters on my binder I would take to school. Shocking I wasn't getting any dates. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like the kid with like Chris Berman and Marv Albert on his binder. And then I announced basketball for Gonzaga, but I always wanted to act. And then I did a play my senior year and just had the bug. And then I came and down here and got deep into improv. And then I learned improv at, at Groundlings? Uh, I went to Second City, oh, the Second training City. program out here. When it was at the improv, which was magical. And how long of a program is that? Oh, it was like a year and a half. And I met all my friends out there, and they're incredibly loyal. You stick with still them? You me. still do? Oh, yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, I'm working uh, with, I'm working for Melissa McCarthy, writing her some stuff oh. for her show. I'm just, I'm one of the TV writer people. She has all her own team. And they're almost all people she came up with in the Groundlings. They're, like, they're super loyal. They're there, very, the I mean, and they're all great, by the oh, way. Oh, mate. Have, have, have you guys seen Edie Patterson? Like, did you watch The Righteous Gemstones at all? Oh, I haven't watched it yet. Oh, she's a, I've watched a little she'll bit She'll be your Which new favorite she? comedic yeah, actress. She's, like, she's the sister. Okay, And they yeah, just yeah. let her go to oh, crazy Oh, shit, town. I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and, and she's so nice. And I see, like, her crew is all Groundlings. I'm like, oh, the Groundlings are yeah, they seem to crazy, stick, like, loyal, and cool. They have people do punch-up for them. They have people act in their stuff. They have, uh, and it's all, and it's a usual sort of crew, turns out. Really, really awesome, too. Yeah. So I guess, like, the improv people, I don't know. I guess we stick with, like, comedian people, too. Sort of, a little. That's what the great thing is about uh, the annual event in San Francisco, Sketchfest, is that it really brings together every type of comedy, even though it's called Sketchfest. And uh, in fact, uh, Eric's going to be there this year with the We Bear Bears yes. panel. And uh, I'll be there with uh, Doug Loves Movies and a uh, Benson movie interruption of Fast and Furious Presents. Calvin and Hobbes. No, Shaw and Hobbes. <laughs> when is it? Uh, I'm there April... Wow. I mean, January, sorry. January 
I want to say 18, 19, something like that. And I think the We Bear Bears thing is on the 12th. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Look at this. Look at this. This is it's happening. Wow. All right. We've got Impossible Burgers coming out. Oh, my god! Are they all Impossible Burgers? Yes. These are all vegan Impossible Okay. Fixed, and then you'll tell us how they're fixed. Yeah. Walk us through these, please. So the first one is going to be our secret menu item, which is a no animal style. Ah. So think in and out secret menu. But if it was a vegan option, we have a mustard fried burger with uh, our Thousand Island Russian spread, uh, lettuce, tomato, grilled onions, and pickles with a follow your heart uh, American cheese, which is a vegan cheese on an impossible patty. We are, the bun is also vegan as well. It is a vegan brioche. Um, second one is our bullseye burger, uh, again on vegan brioche within two impossible patties this time, a vegan follow your heart provolone, crispy onions, and barbecue sauce, so think Western bacon cheeseburger. That one's for you, Doug. Cowboy <laughs> burger. And then yeah. uh, we have the uh, kids menu. Uh, it's just an impossible burger with uh, uh, follow your heart American cheese on there. It's not no, really a kids no, menu. No, condiment. Is That's for you. Just, that was just Doug for you. Wanted, here in the Doug bar. was discussing you wanted a simple burger That's to truly you. be able to tell. No, well, no, I'm going to try all of them, but uh, I'm especially excited about the barbecue one. Let's We're cut these babies. You know, I'm going to cut these they're babies. Cut they're cut in half. The the so other one is not. And I'm going to grab a knife if needed. Should we do them in force or no? I'll get another knife. Yeah. I'll try. You're gonna, you went for that one before the plain one. Try this one here because I've eaten this one many a day. Yeah. Well, I, I'm just going to chop it in half here. Man, thank you so much. Uh, this is a dream. Andrew, you cook all this? Do you cook everything here? I am not the cook. I am the general manager and beer cura- curator. Mm-hmm. Um, we got two guys in the back that are killing it right now. Uh, they're a lunch crew, and they came in early just to make sure you guys had an oh, awesome time. Oh, they're so nice. Very yeah. nice. Um, and then uh, at night, when this plate, well, when this opens at lunch, it's packed. Yeah, right when we open. Uh, we open at noon, uh, Monday through Thursday. Uh, Friday is at mm-hmm. 11. Um, Saturday, Sunday, we do brunch starting at 10. And we go late. Kitchen usually closes around 10, 11 p.m., depending on the day. Uh, killer brunch crowd, uh, obviously, because tons of vegan options. And then we have Direct TV with all four of our televisions in here. So uh, it's nice to have uh, all the football games. Well, hu- four, four football games. My husband loves it here. And I love also, there's just a bunch of games you can play everywhere. Yeah, so we've got a bunch of board games. Uh, there's also some card games behind the bar. People make games and they send it to us. Someone made a uh, handmade Settlers of Catan out of wood and donated it to the bar. Yeah. It's pretty cool. We'll, we'll have to take like an ID uh, when you borrow it because mm. it's easily like a $200 set. Oh, it's really nice. What's that up there? Is that gonna be a dartboard in there? That was, yeah. It's just the old ones. I mean, if you look at our dartboard, we're almost, uh, through the wall to the other, uh, to the upholstery stop, uh, spot next door. So uh-huh. we replaced those dartboards uh, every couple of years. Oh. <laughs> yeah. There's some old doors over there from another one. Um, yeah, the place is really cool. We'll, have, we'll show some pictures of it. Yeah, with uh, the bar itself has been here since 1978. Um, Tony, our, our Tony bought it in uh, 2010 and we're about to hit our 10 year anniversary come uh, uh, April. What was it before that? It was Darts Away and Tony's oh, Darts called, Away. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Uh, it was more of like a, people said it was a biker bar. That's what um, I thought. But uh, it was just, you know, lukewarm beer and, you know, mm-hmm. chicken wings and stuff like that. And you guys just brought it up to The 21st food. century. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, there's still, you know, it, it's just, it's, it's so cool that it's like a big menu. I mean. Yeah. I mean, we take pride in all the vegan options. We also do all California craft beer. Everything's on draft. Um, all craft, all draft, all California. Do you get a lot of um, parties? Renting it out? No, not really. Really? Yeah. I would think you would. I mean, we don't have that much space. It's pretty small. Um, to me, this would be some a of the perfect studios, size for a holiday office yeah, party. We do that uh, occasionally, but just kind of what has to work. We want to make sure the regulars all, you know, are taken care of and they don't get kicked out too. That's right, Eric. I'm here. I'm Eric here. would just be like, "Yeah, I, I'm in, in the uh, Xerox department. You don't ever oh, yeah. see me. No, you never see me there. No, I can fit in." character actor yeah yes. i can be anything and everything you could to walk all it. people <laughs> always it, they might think that you are that person that they no, know already that happens more often than you think friend oh yeah and especially <laughs> especially blue collar because i play all these blue collar parts and my wife is the one that fixes everything around the house like it's really funny you have zero talent in that department zero zero but apparently i can fake it well like and then i'll get little corrections from crew members like you don't do a wrench that way i'm like cool Oh, I can think cool. of so many parts for you. Oh, I'm in. I'm in. Now, let Easy. me ask you a loaded question. Yeah? Because I feel like so often when I tell people I eat vegan and the look on their face, I'm having to fight against a thousand annoying vegans they've met before that have given it a bad name. Have you had any weird incidents in here of vegans? Or is it because it's the San Fernando Valley, I feel like it's much more laid back and cool here. Have you ever had anyone worried about cross-contamination or super annoying? People ask all the time, you know, about cross-contamination. Like we have a Mm. flat top and then we have like a little griddle that sits on top of the flat top that separates everything. Uh, And as I said, the fryer is, you know, is all separated. So we we accommodate as best we can. Prepping surfaces, uh, beer as well. The list, uh, if it's not a vegan product uh, and a beer will, We'll note that if there's honey or lactose sugar oh. in any of the beers. Mm. Um, people don't really use like Isinglass or any filtration non-vegan uh, options anymore. But uh, yeah, we just, I think the whole thing about this bar is to accommodate anybody that walks in the door. The um, burgers, like this particular one with the onions and pickles and stuff on it. Oh, that's the In-N-Out one. It, there's no way in hell I would know this is vegan or vegan cheese. I would, I would simply just say this is a great burger. I would not know oh, either way about it. I you. love hearing you say that. Because like, that's what you've got to do. you got to change hearts and minds and like kind of fool people. It's that good. I can't. I, I really can't really tell the And also, like, fast food burgers, like, in and out and all that, they're so sort of, like, thin and... Yeah, they don't taste like the kind of burger you'd make at home anyway, really. So. Yeah, I mean, even the Impossible Burgers that you get at fast food restaurants still taste like that fast food restaurant. This tastes yeah. this this tastes way better than the ones that they have. Like, where's well, thank the, you. Where was the place that they have the new one at? <laughs> I'll take is it. it Jack in the Box? No. Um, uh, they have the Beyond at Carl's Jr. Oh, that's which is really dangerous. Burger King, yeah. They have that, and then this is what I'm talking about. Some guy just sued them. A vegan just sued Burger King for cross contamination. Right. I'm like, is that what you want? Your funeral, your dying day. You're the guy that sued Burger King because they were they weren't careful enough. Because what burgers. could have happened to him that one time he ate there? I don't know. Like I don't. This is what I'm like. They shouldn't cook. You can agree with me on this. You well, shouldn't cook vegan stuff on a griddle that cooks meat. 
Right, but what's going to happen to a person other than just generally not wanting to know that that oh, happened? Oh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, what could possibly... They can't get sick from it or anything. Can no, I think they're doing like, the best they can. and like The word contamination makes it sound like it's, something yeah. awful is going to happen to you. I think that they uh, market it as a plant-based option, not necessarily a vegan option, because they still put cheese on it. It's still cooked on the oh, same yeah, surface. It's still their regular cheese. But it is a plant. It tastes like a regular burger. Also, yeah. it's vegetarian, not vegan. Right. No. Okay. But I order it without cheese. And then, yeah, guys, I'll admit this. I bring my own mayo with me in the car. There you go. My poor wife watching a 42-year-old man get in a car with follow-your-heart mayo and his own cheese. And I'll pull out in restaurants. <laughs> No one's my excited. My husband has his own cheese. Yeah, my husband has his own cheese. <laughs> my husband has well, we made a legally binding contract that's really hard to get out of. I'm going to allow this. But yeah, I'll bring my own cheese and my own mayo. Because the wrong cheese can be binding. <laughs> <laughs> Here we sit, man. But you know what? Otherwise, that's that's how it's going to be good for you, though. Yeah. No, well, what's the crazy thing for me is when I used to eat a burger, I would have to have four or five tums. And I thought that's just how life is. And it was massively, all this stuff was massively inflaming me. And I would have Tums in my pocket. In high school, I was rolling around with Tums in my pocket and going through a thing of Tums a day. And I'm like, oh, my grandfather does this. This is normal. And it wasn't, I only did this, eating this way as like a last resort of inflammation. And then I was so shocked how different I felt. Where I can eat this ridiculous burger with vegan mayo that you can't tell the difference in cheese. And then I feel great. I'm like, oh, and then my first thought was, oh, no. I do not have to keep eating this. Oh, this is horrible. I mean, I've made vegan jokes over the years and like mm -hmm. all that other stuff. And yeah, but, but uh, it's so hilarious. Inflammation comes from plant based. I mean, for animal, me, it came from uh, animal from, based stuff. Yeah. And, and it's really weird. So just that's why I do want to tell people hurt, now. And it made everything hurt. And yeah. And I did this weird like wellness podcast. And sure enough, there were other big guys that tried it. And they're like, oh my God. Because really, a lot of people, if you eat cheese in Europe, you're fine. It's That's what, the thing, it's what yeah. we do here. Same with gluten. We keep some of our flours in silos. So if you were in, in Denmark, you maybe probably right. wouldn't have a gluten thing. It's because of the factory farming and all that other stuff here, and they keep the cows pregnant all the time, I guess. I don't know the what or the how. Yeah. I just know in the couple times I've accidentally done it, my stomach hurts. And, and this thing changed my life. And uh, in Europe, though, oddly, when the food, you don't have so many GMOs and you don't have so many of this or that additives and stuff uh, they have every option available for you on every menu mm -hmm. gluten free vegan this that like everywhere I went they had an option for you here you don't have that it's just they don't they don't care they don't care and this is where it's this is where it's the worst yeah alright this has been an NPR segment on <laughs> <laughs> I decided to um <clears throat> Run a quick poll on Twitter. Oh. I'll share the uh, current results with you. Um, the question was ketchup on hot dogs. And the options to respond were yes, no, or fuck no. Uh-huh. Fuck no, 20%. Regular no, 0%. 80% says ketchup on a hot dog's fine. Really? I love it. It's I mean it it's normal to me. I mean if you ask, if we were doing a game show where you where someone's giving you clues for ketchup and they say you put it on a hot dog, I would say ketchup. That's what it's for. I it's great. We know ketchup, this, though, french fries it, and know. hamburgers. No. The fuck knows are Chicago improvisers probably. <laughs> I bet if we really delved into it. 
I know for a yeah, f- all the fuck those are from Chicago. I can't believe that, but let's see. Mm-hmm. Maybe it has I don't know if it has your it has mean, something you know, to do so with your far, fans. It's only been at, at fifteen hundred votes. That's pretty good That's in that a amount hell of time. Of votes. Are you kidding? <laughs> People are, are opinionated about ketchup. No, I. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna ask right when I get to work. I'm gonna ask everyone. I'm gonna see. Because, I, I mean, that's all I've ever heard is you don't put it on a ketchup. No, uh, on, first, on a the first dog. written response was, by, by all that is holy, hell yes. Go I ahead like and this. put ketchup I on like a hot it. dog. Although, do I care? No. But also, there are, what we're saying, there are people, yeah, people no, that care. This is all very shocking to me that anyone cares. I've never encountered this in my 37 that years. That is odd, especially since we've been doing this show. I thought we talked about it before. I, so I, funny. I don't, maybe we did. I was Maybe I wasn't paying attention. Well, this is like this is the kind of place okay. I just sit in all day. But they oh, love to. The but that's the go-to is to make it about like you said the Obama thing, and somebody else wrote uh, not unless you're under twelve. That's like they're making it like well, that's something a child would do, and it's like why why would we as an adult like different foods as children like you know other than we like less candy probably. Speak but, for yourself, friend. But you know what I mean? Like, what you like as a kid, you like as an adult. So if you're doing it as a kid, you do it as an adult, too. Probably. Yeah. Well, also, the thing with hot dogs and, 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 and ketchup is ketchup is just like an enhancer of the thing. It's not covering up the hot dog. Mustard's a, a, a enhancer, whatever, the, your, like your flavors. Like, if you sh- squirt a bunch of ketchup on eggs, you can't taste the eggs. So I kind of get why people don't think, why they don't like when people do that. But. Yeah, I never liked ketchup and eggs. Yeah, but people love it because right. it does... It, they like ketchup a lot. People like it because it dis- it disguises the cu- the flavor of food. Like I I learned that a lot of people in the military, they all put ketchup on a ton of stuff because the food tastes so bad that they get. Right. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. That's why so you add salt and all that stuff. Yeah. That makes sense. Now that makes sense. Yeah. Steak. We gotta- how about a steak with ketchup? I've seen people do yeah. it. Yeah. Well, hey, one liver, sauce is fucking ketchup. Liver. Basically. They do it with liver because they got liver and onions as a kid. Then they just squirt as much fucking sugar as they could on it, ketchup, and uh, then they didn't have to taste the liver and onions that their mom and dad wow, made. Oh, that eat. totally makes sense. Yeah. And then it tastes good from then from that, you know. Can uh, we pass the uh, buffalo potato stuff here? Yeah. I'm gonna get weird and put ranch on this last bit of burger. <laughs> oh, let's see what he like does. Like a legend. Yeah. Like a legend. I just like some kind. I'm a sauce guy. I'm a sauce guy. I want some kind of sauce. And then this will be a new revolution. Somebody wrote that hot dogs are lips and assholes, so flavor it however you like. That's, (laughs) yeah. Good. There you go. That's that's whittling it down. Yeah. Mm, So, um... Eric really loves this place. I'm glad. It's not a bit. Yeah. But this is like, it's so funny because Blake does come here with his friends and stuff. And I'm like, oh, oh, great. You went to a bar. Like, I don't think it. He goes, no, but it's really good. You'd really like it. You know, he's always telling me. Mm-hmm. So I check. He's right. He's absolutely, he's, he's, he's more than right. And it's right by my house. Oh, yeah. is it really? Yeah. It's yeah. crazy convenient for you. I mean, I'll, I'll come by anytime I have to do like a voiceover at comedy i mean uh, cartoon network or nickelodeon this is my way of saying i want to do more cartoon voices you should so if you're listening people who hire cartoon voices i'll do a voice in your thing What's are you on a fun one right in? now I'm yeah in, you're on one right now i'm in a cool i'm one. a yeti in something yeah. what's it called summer camp island that's a huge show. Oh, you are yeah 
I mean, I don't know if I guess the one I made is aired. No, it hasn't. I've been told it hasn't. You're but, made to uh, be a Yeti. Summer Camp Island. <laughs> a whistling, a Yeti with a beautiful whistle. That's it. And they made me whistle in the in the uh, studio, and I'm dying to hear if they just fixed it, put in better whistling. They fixed it. Is that the one like Survivor, but a but a cartoon? No. Oh, okay. Because I know there's one like that where they have to do. It's just like Survivor, but a cartoon. Right. That's a fun idea. Yeah, I've done some songs for We Bear Bears, and when I hear the finished product, it's they auto tune like, your ass. I'm like, I know I did not hit that note. I know I did not hit that note at 10:30 in the morning on Burbank. Hell no. And they just, no, no, you got it, pretty much. I'm like, yeah, okay, great. We'll see what your whistle is. Yeah. One of the yeah, we'll greatest, funnest times of my life was working on a cartoon, writing a cartoon show, an animated show, talking Tom and Friends, and watching the people do it. Oh, my God. In the booth. I loved it. It was so fun to do. And what they do with it, and it's just great. It, it's really a talent fun. that's kind of beyond. And I'm always... In such shock how good these people are, especially the ringers that so do every good. show, like Tom Kenny. He was on our Kevin Michael Richardson, Jeff Bennett, Maurice Lamarche. Yeah, I mean, where you just kind of sit back and you're like, okay, I have, I have a lot of confidence in my ability, but these people are so far beyond anything. I'm oh, James Adomi, uh, oh. He, he was on ours. Maria, was he really? Uh, Bamford was on ours. Uh, yeah, some good people. Colin Hanks does it. James Adomian has done two, two so impressions funny. where I'm like, I don't need to do that impression anymore. That's I would used to do Hulhauser and Bernie, and I'm like, oh James yeah, you Adomian, did Hugh last time. That was you're the best. too good. You're just too good. Do you have any new ones? Yeah, he's great. No, I mean I watch them all, but like the the Bernie's great, but you don't need to do it. James Adomian is is too good. Right. I just miss Hulhauser. You just miss him. You know they still just run his show like oh he's I watch it all the time. Yeah, there's no way, and he still it's will so get crazy. you hip to new and cool places. He banked <laughs> enough of these great restaurants. He was just at some like incredible Armenian restaurant in Glendale that would be made for you guys to go to. You should uh, you should be the new Heel Hauser. I would love that. That'd let's, be a perfect. Let's show. call PBS. It. Yeah, just Eric going around doing what Heel did. I'm so in. I, I would love it. <laughs> I would love it. Doug, yeah. you've come upon And something. it would be funnier because Huel was a sweet man, but he wasn't funny, really. Uh, no, but in his own way, he, <laughs> he sure was. was. Yeah. I went to Pink's once to meet him. He was there. Because he's, like, oh, he's there doing? all the time? No, it was like a big Pink's anniversary show. And oh. Huel, it was known he's doing live. And we all just walked up and got a picture. How you doing? Okay, get in here. Let's get a picture. Okay. <laughs> all right, who's next? Like kind of moving you along in a right. really sweet way. Okay, yeah, we got your picture. Okay. How's that hot dog treat? How is that dog? Don't put ketchup on it. Okay, the adventure right. continues. Seriously, uh, they must, everyone getting pigs hot dogs must be putting ketchup on them. I cannot There's believe no that way. line. It's <laughs> such a long like, line and it's... It's like Nick Schwartzen says, are the hot dogs made of gold? <laughs> Which wouldn't taste good. No, no. But I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be controversial on here, but they're not worth that line. Um, I'm going to go one hundy with you on that. Right? Yeah. yeah. I feel like I it's got to be tourists. I think everybody feels that way, but it's just people just somehow have heard that's the place to go to when you visit. Yeah. It's like the place in Santa Barbara they have to stand in line for for the burritos or tacos. Oh, the Julia Child place. Whatever that place is. Yeah. The lines all the way. It's the same as Pink's. And it's like you finally get up there. You're it, You're starving. You're exhausted. Your back hurts. Supposed to be on vacation for God's sakes. All right, so the final results of my poll 
is that yes, 65% say you could just go ahead and put ketchup on hot dogs. 16% say no, and 19% say fuck no. So there's 16% out there that's just kind of like vaguely doesn't think it should happen. Great poll. But then some people that's are really mad about it. Well, I think it just, you know, it played into what I was, what I've been thinking the whole time is that, I, you know, ketchup and hot dogs are virtually synonymous. So it's interesting to say yeah. that anyone thinks it shouldn't happen. And I think it's kind of like America where it's like this minority opinion but they're extremely loud yeah. it's the I fuck nose of the that world is right. yeah the, that the, are, the people that are like against things are louder than the people they're louder than us they're like do what you want brother yeah. <laughs> you know yep. yeah. and uh you know i mean uh kobayashi will tell you that uh you should just go ahead and put nothing on your fucking hot dog except for water yeah he dunks <laughs> that the hot dog eating contest is one of uh, my least favorite things no how do they do it? It's they just, just they just make the hot dogs all wet and just, just slide them in. Yeah, except for the bread, I get, but the they don't eat the bread. It's just hot dogs, oh, isn't they, it? No, no they eat it's bread. bread. I think that's, that's why, why they, they do the water. Oh, the bread, bread is all now. wet too. But that Ugh. makes me yeah. sad because I'm like the right? one benefit of doing Gross. a hot dog competition like that would be to eat all those hot dogs and to not That'd enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, isn't there part of you that would well, just love? I'm sure they love passing all those hot dogs. There's a there's a lot of money involved in that, though. They can. Win. Oh yeah, no, there's a reason to do it, I guess. But, but still, gross. What a way to disgusting. go. Disgusting. Yeah, that's the other thing is why hasn't somebody died doing it yet? I'm sure they have. Give it time. Give it time. Well, they have it in the big contest, Karen, because it would well, be in the smaller the, ones. The one they and do you every would year. think that they would, they would, they would uh, outlaw it. <laughs> Someone died at an eating thing like this year in Fresno. See? Or something. It was like wings or something, but the guy straight up died on the oh, field. Oh, I can see that. Wings? You're gonna eat. fucking I don't swallow think, a bone? I don't think it was it was as a bone or something. But somebody they did one of these eating contests at a minor league ballpark, and the dude straight up died on the field. And they did everything they could to keep it quiet. But if you do a little googling, wow, somebody died. I mean, imagine that funeral. Like <laughs> it's so funny too. Every he yeah. loved to eat. I was in yeah. one. I think I did one eating contest my entire life, and it turned me off to the idea of it, it, it totally. Because when you first sit down and like, oh, I just have to eat a bunch of this before everybody else, it seems doable, you know. And then like once pie. you're in it, once you're doing it, you're like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to really get disgustingly full <laughs> and sick to my stomach just to maybe win this contest because right. someone else eating? is gonna be. The, the one that I did was uh, Little Debbie's. Oh, like, God. how many Little Debbie's can you eat? How many did you and eat? And I was like, this will be easy. I only ate, like, 20 or something and gave oh, up, you know? so good. But, like, some kidding? people ate, like, yeah. hundreds of them. Yeah. Hundreds? <laughs> yeah. Where was this? Some stupid Little Debbie's contest. Maybe it was a dream I had. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't like it. It was a nightmare. No, it was also very, uh, very poorly promoted, so there weren't a lot of contestants. So I thought, I really could do this. <laughs> it was in San Diego, some restaurant in Mission, gotta, Mission I Valley. I think they're opening the doors this second. Oh, oh, ten wow. minutes till no, they in. open at noon on uh, most days. They're open a little earlier on the weekends, and on Fridays they open at eleven. Oh, it's almost noon. Doug's a man of the people. He's okay. Oh yeah, fans. ten minutes till they. I've seen in. it. He's is great. There a line people. outside. Well, there's not. I don't the know sad part line, is, it's usually. But me I out was going to say, coming are, in at eleven fifty-eight. Did you yeah. know that about Fridays that they open at eleven? No, and sadly now I'll be there at ten fifty-eight. Yeah, like I just exactly. want to beat the system, get my Impossible Burger. Yeah, yeah. it's a magical place. Anytime you're early, hungry early on a Friday. <laughs> no, the only time I'm early for anything is food related. I'm 
full. Somebody said I, that they voted yes in assumption that I mean in addition to other condiments. Okay. Yes. So, okay. Yeah. Next year, a thousand island situation. Well, no, I want both. I want the ketchup and the. Mu- C- can we ask you your opinion on ketchup on a hot dog? Like, are you offended by it as a as a chef or or anything like that? Um, in a ballpark, sure. I mean, they had the options there, but mustard and onions, and that's about it. Pickles, maybe relish. No, so you're relish. A, you're anti. You're anti ketchup. I can I can no, sense I'm, it. I, I'm more indifferent, I guess. <laughs> but you wouldn't do it. Yeah, I would. Depends on. The, I mean, I would. I was do four. It. I mean, I'm not gonna put a ketchup on it. On a Dodger dog, yeah. Oh really? Yeah. They have plant based Dodger dogs now, so I'm. They down. do. Oh, because they're just, all over the place. Oh, because oh, you, you, you have Because you have the things to squish it on. Yeah. The, you the, can do it. The yourself. pumps. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you the most embarrassing story I had recently was my buddy bought a bunch of Dodger dogs at AMPM with the idea of beating the system and sneaking <laughs> in a bunch of ninety nine <laughs> cent Dodger dogs. So he put them in his socks, in his pants, and then he went through security and got busted. And now, mind you, he and I both ran into a joint beforehand, and this is where this idea sounded good. And then the cops were like, just looked at us both, like, you can bring in your own food. Yeah. It was a sad moment. And yeah, people are bringing in coolers, and my buddy, I'll I'll bust his ass, Mark Gagliardi, (laughs) who now plays a priest on the CBS show Blood and Treasure, and he's known for being the first guy to ever get drunk on Drunk History. That guy had AM, PM hot dogs in his pants and in his socks and in an undergarment. And I told him to do it. It's because we didn't realize you could just bring in your own food. I didn't know that either, though. I, I kind of knew until I ran into the joint. I never knew that. Yeah, you can bring in your own food. I used to get a masa of Echo Park and bring in a whole whole deep dish pizza. Did you know you could bring in food to Dodger Stadium? Oh, oh yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. You brought a whole pie from us in. Yeah, <laughs> That's I did. Good. It was incredible, man. I f- again, you feel like you're beating so you the system. you just can't yeah. bring... Water. I mean, can't, can't bring, bring weapons liquid. and stuff. Yeah. NPM hot dogs, they're <laughs> fine. Weapons. Yeah, you can't bring weapons oh. or. I've also been with a couple buddies that have gotten busted bringing in uh, vaporizers. Oh. Yeah, but you just <clears throat> just bring your vape in. Like no, you I just mean, you put it in your one. sock, man. Yeah, you, put, no you wear a boot. You put it in your sock. There's a lot of ways to do it. It doesn't set off the metal detector. Um, no, but then they'll think it's like the clasp on your boot. Right. That's the thing about at like if it's not at the airport, if it's just like an event. The uh, metal detectors are pretty low grade. Like yeah. I have a I have a metal belt buckle that's small enough that I go through those all the time. Doesn't send them off. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's mostly cell phones, which is so funny because everyone has one and you're allowed to have them, that's and they're it. the ones that set off metal detectors the most. The real move, I think, is to get a vaporizer small enough to put it inside your wallet. Ooh, and then next time I come wallet? in, I'll tell you about setting off a fire alarm with a vaporizer. On is this a double your way of uh, trying to get rebooked? Oh, I I'm think trying. it has to be. Yeah. Karen said it, not me. I don't even know I'm what here. to say. There's a buzz in this room. Let's not run from it. <laughs> it's a goddamn buzz up and down Magnolia, friends. <laughs> I'll tell you, this poll was very controversial, though. I told you. They're, the vitriol. And Chicago comes up a lot. I blame Chicago That's entirely for me it. Me too. It's all Chicago. They're loud. The rest of the world doesn't care. Maybe no, France. But they're out here. They're like, they'll get angry. Yeah, and then people just take it off into side arguments. I've got a lot of people upset about ketchup on steak, and I didn't even ask about that. No, we know not a- to put ketchup on a steak, but you put, again... You can put it, A1, though, people like it. A1, I have no problem with. Yeah, A1 Some chefs like will get very offended if you do that. Barbecue ketchup. Yeah. A1's well, those this chefs so shouldn't good. have A1 in their restaurant. No, well, but if you ask people for it... Love that'd be it. so funny if they have A1 on the table and the chef comes around and glares at you. What are you doing? What are you doing? It's perfect. It's medium rare. 
All right, we got to open this place. Yeah, we got to open Jam. this place. Andrew, you've been nothing but a opening. pleasure. Thank you guys for coming. We really oh, appreciate oh, it. Oh, man. It's so cool. And you, you so know, nice and easy and fun. You don't need the publicity, apparently. Like, people love this place. and uh, We'll take the publicity. But okay. now there'll be some new <laughs> people that know yeah. about it. Yeah, there will be. And they aren't going to come yeah. in and ask. Be sure to they set Dining with Doug and Karen sent you. Yeah. And they'll go, okay, the dark part's over there. Thanks for coming. It doesn't keep the yeah. math for you, so no. got to do it old school. I do like the candy options in the machine by the door. Oh, thanks. Yeah, those that's are good. a newer addition. It used to you just be I mean? gumballs. Usually, it's dirty peanuts or something when, <laughs> when they have that kind of um, vending machine with the, loose, nice. with the loose treats. Oh yeah, yeah. But I like uh, the Christmas decor is great, and uh, we're at we're on uh, Magnolia. What's the exact address? It's uh, seventeen ten West Magnolia, Burbank. Yeah. What's the cross? Uh, the big cross? Yeah. We're in between uh, Buena Vista and the five. Oh. Okay. But close to Buena Vista. People know that one. Yeah. yeah. All right. I think our work here is done. Let's do this yeah. thing again. For Tony yeah. starts away and Eric J. Edelstein. <laughs> there you go, Mom. And uh, Tony Faxon is here recording. Thank you, Tony. And uh, our social media team is here, too. Thank you. <laughs> and Karen, thank you. We're going to do more of these in January. Is that the plan? Yeah. We, yeah. Well, I at least want to do... I have two ones slated, so I'll talk to you. We'll do maybe one in January or we'll two, see. or one and one in February. Who knows? Whatever. We'll do it as often as we can. Get the word out about all these fine we're, restaurants. Yeah. Just so, yeah, people should know. We're not doing them every week anymore. I mean, we said it before, and they know, but we're really not. Yeah, we tried for a while yeah. there. See, we got busy schedules. It's too busy. Yeah, but you know, we'll soldier on in 2020. Happy holidays, everybody! Happy holidays! Happy holidays! And since they're not open yet, I feel perfectly comfortable yelling this. Bon appetit, motherfuckers! Yay! Snow peas, cheese, our plates are clean.